0: Hey, yo, what's up? Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Um, I've been away for a while, but as you can hear, I'm not dead, as you might have thought, or you didn't think that because you follow me on my socials where you've checked out my site, uh, which I don't think a lot of people do. But if you do, you probably knew that I wasn't dead. So, you know, I'm not dead, but i wasn't really into the idea of recording a podcast all that much lately definitely since i've been pretty busy with school now moved to my uh university and it's uh it's it's been a bit of a hassle but I, i i just suddenly felt like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna record it i'm gonna record something again so um yeah, you can. Uh, that, that 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 that's that's the reason. Uh, but of course, you're not listening to this podcast because you want to get some information. You want to hear about some things. Um, and I've got a few things to talk about. Of course, since the last time we uh, I recorded this podcast, uh, it's, it's a lot that happened. I think I you know, it was before the Bad Batch released that. I recorded the first episode, which is like a crazy long time. Um, I actually never reviewed the biopatch now that I think about it. Eh, it's maybe maybe something for on the site or on the podcast, like ten minute review. I don't know. Let me know if you wanna if you like wanna hear that, I guess. But there's been a few things that I've been watching lately. That i just kind of want to wanted to uh, mention for example dune you know the new movie by denis villeneuve i don't know how you pronounce his name should probably have checked that before i started recording but yeah he's a director he's damn good one at that um, it's made a few sci-fis made a few thrillers uh, I've only seen Blade Runner 2049 uh, which he made and now Dune of course but I really need to watch more of his stuff because from what I've seen so far it's good it's good shit um, yeah he he adapted the first half of the Dune book which was written by Frank Herbert, I think in 1969. Not completely sure, but Dune was a really influential uh, sci-fi novel. Uh, Inspired a lot of the science fiction stories that we know to this day. For example, Star Wars uh, had a big influence on that. And... While there have been attempts to make movies and shows out of it, I think there was a show once. Uh, I think so far, although I haven't really seen much, it was, it could never really live up to what people wanted from it. And now this guy uh, took the reins and owned a Dune movie, uh, which only covers the first half of the first book. Uh, which I've read about 50 pages from. Uh, So I went into the movie knowing a a little bit, not not like up until the point where the movie was going to end, so I was still kind of like in the theater with some suspense. And holy crap, was that theater thing an experience like, If you know this director uh you know how his cinematography just always seems to be so on point it's so grand and bombastic and so like in your face but still with so much detail and like god it's incredible looking uh yeah this movie is full of that uh so like every single frame of the movie almost was just a complete joy to look at um even like in the big uh dune areas it was just like it was almost enchanting just how well and like even though we have deserts here on earth of course like we have the sahara desert we have uh, name another desert i don't you can talk to me um Deserts, you know, we have them on Earth, but for some reason these just all felt so alien. And like once you see like a giant sandworm like crawling out of the sand, or even like the the entire build-up to seeing a sandworm for the first time is just amazing. But just see also just seeing these these giant vehicles move throughout the throughout the environment. It's like, I don't know, it's sci-fi so grand and so spectacular that I couldn't keep my eyes off of the screen for a second. Uh, but, of course, it's not all cinematography. Uh, Dune has a very specific story. It's kind of like, it's currently being described as kind of like, Game of Thrones mixed with a bit of a bit of Star Wars, and that's that's kind of, that yeah that's that's like fair. It's of the houses and political intrigues and that kind of drama mixed with very uh, very fantastical uh, sci-fi elements. So I can definitely see that comparison being made, and I do kind of agree with it. Uh, but yeah, you follow this kid called uh, Paul. Paul Atreides uh and he and his like entire house of uh people the Atreides need to move to this new planet called Arrakis uh because the Emperor doesn't want them to gain too much power and Arrakis Arrakis was previously occupied by the Harkonnens and those are like really brutal people and like the entire planet is full of spice which is needed for uh, inter uh, intergalactic travel, so like it's basically a gold mine. But then you do have to master the elements of the world. That's basically kind of what it is about. Um, yeah, it's just maybe it so- doesn't sound very fun, but there's so many aspects of it. Like you got the 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 Fremen, who are like a desert people. Uh, the entire moving into the, into this new world and seeing a new culture for this entire like house of people it's very intriguing to see uh and all of it's accompanied by an amazing score uh done by uh Hans Zimmer who of course Hans Zimmer is just he's just done so much pretty sure he's done like he's done like, the Batman movies. It's like it's good it's like the the soundtrack is just like the visuals are so bombastic it's so like if you've seen the trailer you probably know what I'm talking about it's it's always just kind of like this chorus yelling and it's very intense and I just sat on the edge of my seat even though like I knew well this is just the first half of the story because this is a movie that's like on a a little more than two and a half hours long, and this is just the first half of the book. And does it, end a little, it ends a little abrupt, and you might be like, eh, well, that wasn't a very satisfying ending, but that's because it's not really an ending. It's just the ending of the first half, uh, which leads to the second half, of course. So hopefully, the sequel gets uh, greenlit, because I really want to see more of this uh but in the meantime i should probably like finish the book that's kind of important and uh yeah the film is uh brought to life of course by a pretty impressive cast of uh actors might i say you've got uh of course uh, timothy chalamet is playing the main character paul atreides you got sandia it's one of the fremen I've uh, got Josh Josh uh, Brolin. Uh, we've got uh, what's his name again? Uh, Duncan uh, uh, Jason Momoa, of course. Uh, we've got Oscar Isaac, uh, Rebecca Ferguson. It's a it's a pretty expensive uh, expensive cast, and you can really see that they put a lot of effort and care into making this that's not the only thing uh that released in the last few months because about a week ago we got our hands on star wars visions which is the anime anthology series produced by luke's film uh which features nine shorts uh, set in the star wars galaxy they're not canon they're not canon seen a lot of confusion about that but everything you see in the show is not canon sure they might take elements of the show and put them into canon like characters certain events but the events as depicted in the anime are not canon just just to clarify uh but holy crap it did not disappoint like ever since i got into anime uh, like I, th- I think like a year ago Uh, I've always really thought like, oh, Star Wars anime could work incredibly well. And this show just proves that because, uh, as I said, there's nine shorts uh, in length. They range from like 14 to 25 minutes, I think. Uh, So you'll probably be through it pretty fast. But there's so much cool stuff to be found in here. Um, In very different styles, too. Uh, because every single episode is it's, uh, self contained. It doesn't really relate to any of the other episodes because it's made by. Every short is made by a separate anime studio. And holy crap, did these people just get full creative freedom about what they wanted to do? And they made things that are just absolutely crazy. I wouldn't really want most of the things in these shorts to be canon because like they're so crazy that they break the canon in multiple ways but it's cool to finally see like these weird concepts uh realized and like visualized on screen uh instead of like having to read about them in a book and i think for most of these concepts anime was just the perfect style to do it um Also, if you're going to watch it, try out the Japanese dub. Uh, You can watch, uh, there's an English dub, which is, uh, I've seen a few episodes in the English dub, which it's pretty good. But for the full immersion, I would really recommend setting it to Japanese, like, just the first episode, uh, The Duel, which follows a Ronin, uh, well, wouldn't really say it's a Jedi. I don't really want to spoil too much. But putting on the Japanese dub really, really adds to the feel that this is like a Kurosawa movie. And of course, uh, Akira Kurosawa movies have been a huge influence to Star Wars. And you can really see that all of these studios have taken notice of that and made that their own. Uh, So let's start with The Duel, which is the first episode. It's beautifully animated. It's like, it, I it's it's hard to describe. there's just the whole f- f- the whole fighting sequence. It feels so incredibly. You can just see the inspiration from the old Kurosawa movies dripping from it, and I love it because that's what Star Wars was was created from. You know, and seeing like Star Wars actually like fully embracing that in that same style so to say it's really cool to see and it's really not something you will ever uh get to see in live action i think and this is, like the closest we'll get so i i'll take it you know uh second episode was tatooine rhapsody which uh a lot of people uh it's it's a definitely a very different tone than the first episode but I personally I really enjoyed it. It was just goofy. It was funny. Uh it was a wholesome. It's it's a, it's a rock opera episode. It's a rock opera where a band performs for Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett. It it's goofy as I said, but I love stuff like that, you know. Uh but you also got my favorite two episodes in the entire first season uh don't know if there's gonna be a second season they're they're, from what i read they will be making a second season if like the reception to this one is good from what i've seen online a lot of people seem to like it so i really hope to make a second season uh possibly just take one of the episodes from this season and like stretching that out to a full-fledged story would be absolutely amazing for example the ninth Jedi uh this is a story that takes place after the rise of Skywalker in the in the timeline and it follows a girl who is the daughter of a blacksmith and this blacksmith has been commissioned to build lightsabers for Jedi uh by some Baron who wants to give these lightsabers to the Jedi So they can, like, be Jedi and do Jedi things with lightsabers. Because, like, Jedi have lightsabers most of the time, right? That's why we love them. Um, And it's just, like, it feels like The Force Awakens. It feels like what The Force Awakens could have been. And that's not saying that The Force Awakens is bad. Obviously, it's got its flaws. But it takes, like, that new beginning with a new lead and uh still having the legacy of what came before and it fine-tunes that so greatly and it adds so much i just love it please please for the love of god go see this for yourself the village bride which was an episode set on some kind of remote planet i don't really know the timeline of this i think it's kind of like during or after the prequel era Uh, but it's about this uh town that is being uh harassed basically by some kind of criminal organization or kind of like a remnant of some faction i think it was from the separatists and there's this uh, young jedi whose master came from that planet. And she's there with another kind of mentor character. And she's basically learning about the planet, learning about the people. And the entire journey she sees the people make. And then it reaches some kind of climax in the end. And again, I don't want to spoil it for you because it's so good when you see it. But it was some of my favorite Star Wars content we've gotten in a long time. So, yeah, those were kind of like my favorite episodes. Uh, well, no, Deathwing Rhapsody wasn't really in my favorites. But uh, you still got the Twins episode, which is about two dark side twins. One of them turns to the light side and they fight on top of these two. Star destroyers that are held together by a super laser that can destroy planets. So it's kinda like you put two you could you put like the laser of the Death Star and two Star Destroyers, you flex tape them get th- them together and like boom, yeah, here we go. Super weapon. And it's awesome. Uh it's anime as fuck, of course. Of, of course it's anime as hell. It's, 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 a, it's a star of anime. What am I even saying? But You got more episodes like uh, Lop and Oko, which is really cute. It's about this, uh, if you've seen the trailers, the episode with the bunny uh, Jedi girl. Uh, You got the droid Jedi episode, which is really good. Uh, And you got the last one, I think it was like Akiriko? uh i think i'm i'm gonna need to rewatch that i haven't really seen it oh and uh the elder which was a really cool episode uh so yeah i highly recommend watching star wars visions if you haven't noticed that there's a lot to love and if you can look past all the things like that it does crazily because it is still anime and it is still like not canon so they can do a lot of bonkers stuff you will find that there's a lot to love and now, kind of for the last topic, I wanted to discuss for today. Uh, what if? What if was a series, uh, is a series that is still going. Actually, uh, tomorrow we're going to get a new episode. Uh, it's apparently going to be the Vision Ultron one, which looks pretty good. Uh, what if is basically that. What if it's a, it's a Marvel uh, show. It's pretty important to mention uh where it basically takes all these moments from the marvel movies and it puts a little twist on it or changes a little thing that will have drastic implications for the rest of the story uh it's a lot of fun it's uh, named after the, the comic book uh series uh with, sim- with the same name so that's also what if and it's a lot of fun it's really fun to like it's the same thing with visions really uh, it's just nice to kind of like get these non-canon stories that can just kind of run with with whatever they want um it isn't really restrained by what other movies are going to do it's just like this is a separate universe and go nuts whatever you want to do so you got uh, the first episode was what if Peggy Carter became Captain America, so it's then Captain Carter. Uh, second episode, what if T'Challa became Star Lord? Uh, third episode, what if all the Avengers died? It's a real, it's, it's really a lot of fun. Um, my favorite episode was by far episode four. Uh, it's Doctor Strange episode because I felt like that actually like. Uh, also kind of had some teases towards like the bigger the broader MCU because uh, I really think it's like some kind of prelude to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness which I really hope because I'm really looking forward to that movie and this kind of felt like it was setting a few aspects of that movie up so that was a lot of uh, fun and after that they kind of like resumed the more simple, so to say, episodes. So, like, not uh, not that game-breaking. And there's still a lot of fun. But after that one episode, it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, we're going back to that. that w- I would kind of like to see how that continues. Possibly in the Multiverse of Madness and in the trailer footage, we know that all of these episodes are kind of going to link together in some way. Uh, so... There's really no way to judge it until it fully releases. Uh, So as I said, every Wednesday a new episode uh, appears on Disney Plus. Uh, And I'd highly recommend checking it out because it's a lot of fun. Well, there you have it, folks. And that was me channeling my inner J. Jonah Jameson. I'm never going to do that again. or maybe I will. Maybe I'll make it a staple. I don't know. I don't, I'm just. I'm just still figuring this out, you know. Uh, but if you enjoyed listening to this ramble, uh, be sure to let me know on like Twitter, Instagram. I, I don't really use Instagram. You can just use Twitter, please. Uh, or my website. You can contact me from there. Uh, I'll leave links in the description of this podcast. But without further ado, thank you for listening, and I hope I'll be back with a new episode uh, sooner than, like, three months from now. But I'm not going to make any promises. So goodbye, and have a good day.